Hello, hello, our good-looking audience. What's up, everyone? How's, how's everyone doing? It's Aurus? Good-looking? Are you flirting? Just the tag. That's it. Oh, That's oh it. no. Oh, no. She's whipping out the knife. Not kidding. <laughs> Hi, guys. How are you? Hope everyone's doing well. We have a phenomenal, phenomenal question for you today that you guys sent us and we're ready to answer. What's By the, the way, guys, those are our favorite questions. When we know that you guys actually really need the answers to these questions and you send it to us, it makes us so happy. And we're like, oh, great. Whose question can we answer today? So keep sending them, guys. Keep it up. Yes, guys. We appreciate it. So what's the question that we're going to be answering today? Well, a lot of people have this tendency that when they're in conversations, they just tune out, space out, zone out. Kind of like what he's doing right now, eyes glaze over, he falls asleep, all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. um, so this audience listener wants to know how to prevent themselves from tuning out in those types of conversations. So I'm going to start off by saying this, is that it's very simple why, why people tune out, right? Mm -hmm. And the very rare occasions that people actually tune out during their conversations, it could be that they maybe have like a, um, like maybe some, uh, a deficiency when, when, when it comes to like their attention span, but most of the time it has to do with the fact that they're not interested in what the other person has to say. It's that simple. You're not interested, you feel very uncomfortable, and because you feel uncomfortable, you want to withdraw. Maybe you can't do it physically, but you try to do it emotionally or internally. You try to withdraw from that person. So it, it, it only really comes to a couple basic things of why people tune out. Now, I think it's, what? I so disagree with she you. She disagrees. I so disagree. Oh my god, here we go. But it's okay, I'll hear uh, you out first. No, no, no. I mean, I'll tune out a little bit, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, you actually gave me another idea. That's also another reason why, 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 why people tune out. is because they might disagree with the other audience. It's interesting. Some people, if they're like in a debate or they're arguing, they might tune out, right? Right? Because they want nothing to... They don't want to hear the other party's... Um, what their expression, their, their, what, what they're saying, like they want nothing to, to do with it. So they will internally block it or they purposely will listen even more. They'll tune in more, the opposite of this, so they can take away and break apart their argument and take out the little bits and pieces and just, and just take out a context and try to beat them. But these are the main reasons I've seen that people will tune out. How about you? So guys, I, I did this a lot. A lot. I remember actually growing up when I would get bored in school, um, I asked my sister what I should do, right? And she actually taught me how to zone out in class and that transferred over into a lot of areas until I started overcoming it, right? Now, tuning out, I think could be done for about a zillion reasons. Number one, it's it could be ego because people are like, I'm so smart, I know exactly what you're gonna say, so I'm gonna prepare my response, but because I'm not mm. rude, I'm gonna let you finish what you're saying and then I'll respond. But they're thinking about their own response. That's number one, mm. right? The another reason is they're nervous and they don't wanna actually hear, like you were saying, what the other person has to say, mm. right? So they're kind of like trying, like their mind just kind of puts a defense mechanism up, right? Where they're just like, I don't want to hear this. Let me think about something that I do want. They like go to their happy place type of thing, right? Okay. Another reason could be that they're just bored, right? Like they just they, they just really don't care about what you have to say. They're like, really? I have to sit here because I'm stuck at this like wedding and I'm stuck at this table with you and I have to listen to you talk about your 75 cats and what they eat for breakfast. I actually, like I was on a date one time where someone literally told me their entire schedule from elementary school. Elementary school. 
That's fun. <laughs> it was so fun. Um, and then, like, there's a lot of different reasons, and it could be applied to every single person, but it doesn't necessarily just mean that they're scared of the confrontation. It could mean that they're bored. It could mean that they're egotistical. It could also just mean that they're really busy and, like, they really are worried about other things that are on their mind. Like, let's say someone mm-hmm. is, like, they have a family member in the hospital, right? And you're talking to them about daisies or something. They're just, like, really preoccupied. And maybe they really love daisies. Maybe it's, like, their favorite subject, but their family member's in the hospital. Mm-hmm. That's what's occupying their mind. So it could be a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You think I have a point? Well, first of all, it wasn't a zillion reasons, as you mentioned. That well, was only four. We don't, we don't have time for a zillion. Only four. You know? also, How do you even count a zillion? That's true. I actually don't know. Wow. We but gotta work on that. The second thing is that almost everything you said still falls under my category. Oh, really? Yeah. Egotistical. I'm a, It's true. I'm going to let you finish, but uh, I already have my response already. If someone's egotistical, they're not interested in the other person because they think they're better. Your other reason, they, maybe they're just so busy. Yeah, they're so busy because, of course, they have their own lives. But they're not interested with what you have to say right now because they're so busy. No, they could they're, be interested, but they just they, they can't focus they right can, now. Yeah, because they're so busy on whatever, whatever the case is. But if you're so busy that you can't focus on something, your interest is not there. So, I mean, it could be tomato, tomato, potato, potato. But what? Oh, no, here we go. Why don't we put it up to you guys? Yes. Write down in the comments below if you think that it's just Aurus's reasons or you think that my clearly superior and more knowledgeable... What are you doing? Uh, I'm not saying <laughs> if you think that I have a point or if Aurus has a point, then we'll settle it that way. Let, let us know. If I was right or she was right, please, guys, let the us know. The winner should get something. The winner will get something. We'll announce it at the end of the video. There we well, go. Okay. But now going back. So, Elisa, so now we know why people tune out. But now, what are some techniques or things you've used... In order for you not to tune out, because there's a lot of reasons why you shouldn't tune out during different conversations and different sen- sen- scenarios. But what are some things that you can do, you can implement right now, so you don't fall under this trap? So for me, one technique that I've used that really helped me a lot is visualizing what the person's actually saying. Right? Okay. Like usually when people talk, we just take in the information and that's it. All right. But if you actually try to paint a picture in your head of what they're saying, you're really paying attention because you need to know like everything that they're talking about like let's say they're talking about daisies again right you have to picture those daisies but is it just a daisy floating in the air what kind of daisy are they talking about are they talking about at a seed stage Mm -hmm. is it fully grown are they watering it what are they doing to it Mm -hmm. so in order to fill in the picture you have to really pay attention and what it also does it really creates an activity in your mind so that you get really invested and involved right like for example when you're in class, if you just sit and kind of like you're sitting there, you're just passively taking in the information. Correct. Whereas if you're taking notes at the same time, you'll notice if there's a gap in the notes and you're like, oh shoot, I missed something, right? And then you can ask questions about what you missed. So you're more engaged in the conversation. So that's my number one tip of what you should do in order to tune in. Try to create like a visual thing in your head of what this person's actually telling you. What do you think? That's very interesting. Wouldn't it be like a little like exhausting to continuously visualize, visualize, or is this something that you could probably implement for a couple minutes and then stop it and then go back into it? Because if I were to every conversation I would have with someone and just visualize everything they're saying, couldn't you get exhausted quickly? I'm just, I'm just, it's just a quick question. That's, that's a very good question, actually. Good job. Thank you. Very Thank good. You. <laughs> no, um, I wouldn't do this in every single conversation because you're right, it is exhausting. I would do this when you notice that you're starting to slip out of the conversation or tune out. So that first of all tells you that something's going on in your head. But in order to re-engage quickly back in the conversation, I would just start right then for like maybe like 10 seconds, visualize mm-hmm. what they're saying, 
we engage in the conversation and then you're back involved and you're in the swing of things. Um, but I wouldn't do this for every conversation. And yeah. it's also a matter of like using your own common sense of how detailed this picture is going to be. Like, for example, you don't really need to know, like, let's say someone's pot growing a pot of daisies in their kitchen, right? You don't need to know what type of pots they have. That's correct. Right. So it's as detailed as you need it. So it's kind of like a case by case thing where you're like, okay, how zoned out am I? Am I super zoned out? In which case I have to like really re-engage or am I just kind of beginning to zone out? You're like, okay, picture what they're saying quickly and then get back in. Hmm. See I, what I mean? I love that. That's very good. Thank you. I think another interesting technique that the audience, everyone who's watching can utilize is a lot of times I've realized on me and talking to other people is that the reason why they tune out is because maybe the person they're speaking to, they like them and they're having, and they, you know, it's, and everything's going well. But what, what occurs is sometimes during a different points of a convo, of a conversation, the topic either gets, it's very boring to one of the parties, or maybe you have no interest in it because you, because you, you just don't know enough of it. Mm -hmm. And you, or, or let's say you don't know enough of it, but to continue conversation, you falsely show that you're interested, but you're not, but you're not truly interested. Mm -hmm. So I think the person, if you are falling under that category where you're beginning to tune out, ask yourself, am I really interested in this or am I just trying to be polite? So then at that point, try to steer the conversation in a way where maybe either you're speaking about a topic that you both know about, you guys can go in depth. Maybe you guys are speaking about a certain topic that you probably don't know a lot of, but you are truly interested in knowing more about, maybe that they know, or, in, or something that you both can really enjoy speaking about, but have that person speak more. Because also what occurs is that some people can take over conversations completely, like like 90% of it. And they're talking, 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 and you're just listening, listening, listening. And listening is truly a skill. It's a, it's a skill you have to hone. And if you're, not used to usually, if you're not used to listening so much, you could tune out and, get, and start thinking about something else. But you can steer that conversation. Maybe when, when there's a pause, say, listen, you know, you mentioned earlier uh, a couple minutes ago, I wanted to touch something you mentioned, you mentioned that when you went to Alaska, it's just, it's, just, it's just an example, when you went to Alaska, you saw like a couple of polar bears and you saw this wild attack. Can you like go back on that? Because I've done some research when I was in college on uh, polar bears and their extinction. I just want to hear more about what you have to say about that. Because maybe they were talking about Eskimos and you weren't interested in that, but they touched a certain point that you could have been interested in. Right, related. So it's related. So go back to that point but the only way you can do that is if you are paying attention. Mm -hmm. But if you begin to tune out, right, one, once you're back in because maybe they ask you a question or, he, or there's a pause, you might not know what to say. You might not have an anchor to go back to. So it's going to get awkward and then an awkward silence can occur. And then later on you could feel like you're a sucky conversationalist or that, that, uh, that uh, conversation you had with that person didn't go as expected. And you're like, maybe, maybe I suck, I, I suck so much, or maybe this person is not worth my time. Maybe it was none of it. It was just that you tuned out and now you don't have any option to really go back to something. That's a great point. Any question on well, what I mentioned? So I actually do have a question, mm. but I want to make one point before that. Do go you ahead. mind if I do that? Go ahead. Okay. Um, one other thing that um, our mind is constantly doing with everything because there's so much stimulus in the world is we're constantly prioritizing information, right? Like yes. if you walk down the street, you're not noticing every make and model of each car unless you're really into cars. Mm -hmm. You're more noticing like, is there anyone in your way? Is there anything strange going on? Things like that, right? Mm -hmm. 
you're in a store. Are you paying attention to the music that's playing? Are you paying attention to the items that are going mm-hmm. around you? There's always lots and lots of stimulus going, and our mind is constantly triaging or saying, like, this is important, this you don't need to pay attention to. So one technique you can also do is kind of trick your mind and, like, tell your mind that, like, this is an extremely important conversation. So that your mind's like, oh, it's important. Let me focus. Let me find out what it is, right? So if you can, like, kind of trick yourself a little bit and say, like, this is a really important information and I might need to use this in the future. Let me pay attention. Sometimes your mind will re-engage that way. Mm-hmm. But that was just a quick side point. The thing I wanted to ask you is, okay, so let's say we wanted to zone in and focus again. Mm-hmm. How would you do this in the group setting? Be, be a little bit more specific. Let's say there's like a group talking, okay, right? Like about five people, four people? Yeah, something okay. like that. And like there's like multiple conversations going at the same time, right? And then like two people are trying to talk to you at the same time, right? So do you tune out one person and only focus on the other? Would you say like direct? Like how would you handle that type of situation? Well, first of all, if two people are trying to speak to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're probably going to be noticing that. Mm-hmm. So probably they'll be like, no, you speak first, then, I, then I'll speak. But like, let's say that that doesn't happen. Let's say you're trying to speak to a couple of people at the same time. Mm-hmm. What I'll do is wh- whoever spoke first, I'll say, listen, uh, the other people who spoke, right? The other people who are trying to talk to me, I'll say, listen, give me a minute. He asked the question first and then I promise I'll get back to you. But I'm putting my hand, I'm purposely using a big hand gestures to say, listen, and I'm using open body language. I don't want to show that I'm, be- I'm I don't want to show negativity and I, I don't want to show that, that I'm closed. So I, I'm, I say, listen. I want your questions. You see what I'm doing? I'm saying, listen, I want your questions. Mm-hmm. And I'm using open body language. I want your questions. Just give me a minute. I'm I'm not saying no, and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying stop. My hands are open. I want your questions. So just wait a second. I'm going to go to this person. He, he's going to give me his question. I'm going to answer quickly, and then I'm going to go back to you guys. Well, let's say it's like a social setting where it's kind of like it would be like a little like rude to say it. Like, let's say we're, like, we're all friends hanging out and say, like, I want to answer your question but I'm going to talk to this person first, right? Like, isn't it kind of like, well, I don't, you don't need to answer my question. I was just trying to be social with you. Like, like it's, it can be a little bit awkward in that situation. Like, I understand, like, if you're leading a group or if it's more of a professional thing where people are, like, like being more organized, right? But if it's just, like, a social setting, how would you handle it that way? But, but now the thing is, in a social setting, if I'm speaking to two people at the same time, right, they will both see, they will both see that they're trying to speak to me. So they know it's impossible for me to speak to both at the same time. Mm-hmm. They're seeing that, mm-hmm. right? Now, unless, now the question, now the situation changes if I'm speaking to one person and I say, listen, I'll be right back. I, I need to speak to that person first. Then of course that's rude. Mm-hmm. But that will only happen where if two people are talking to me at the same time, they'll, they, they will notice that, that, that they're trying to speak to me. So they purposely, one will stop and one, one will continue, right? But now you're right. If I speak to one person and then I say, I'll be back. I need to speak to him first. Then you might look a little rude. You, you 100% might look a little rude. I don't think this will happen a lot. It happens to me all the time. Where you're speaking to a bunch of people at the same time in a social setting. Yeah, and then two people are talking at the same time. And like I'm trying to respond to both of them. And then it gets all confusing. Well, if you're a teacher or if you're like teaching a lot of students, that makes sense. I'm talking about social though. So you're telling me that I, I, so you're telling me that you in social situations. You were at the last time this happened. I don't remember. I don't remember this, guys. This probably never happened. I'll but tell uh, you later. but, so, uh, but like, would you say like in a group setting, it's appropriate to tune out, and you shouldn't feel bad for tuning out certain people because you're focusing on the person you're talking to in a group setting? Or would you say that you have to still stay in tune with all the conversations? No, playing? you should you should stay in tune with everybody. Mm-hmm. But I I this is what I do. I purposely will say, listen. I, listen, I if I forget your question, 
just ask me again because I tend to forget a lot and just please there's, there's, there's like a lot of questions so I want to I want to answer you I want to talk to you I want to do this so I'm reaffirming people listen I'm hearing you right like it that. might come out the other way because there's so much stimulus mm -hmm. that I might not be able to handle it remind me or I'll come back to you uh, I'll come back to you uh, but I'll answer you a question oh, okay. that also the same person who has this question they also wanted to know how can you what, what if you're in a conversation, you feel uncomfortable, mm -hmm. right? Because you, you mentioned that if you're uncomfortable, you might also tune out. So how can you not tune out when you're in, a, in an uncomfortable situation, an uncomfortable conversation, I meant? So this part, I think, actually has to do more with bravery mm -hmm. than with tuning out, right? Because okay. if you're tuning out because you're uncomfortable in a conversation, it's because you don't really want to face the conversation, right? Mm -hmm. So... Usually we know when uncomfortable conversations are about to happen. Like we know when like tension is building and something's about to implode, right? Um, if you don't know, let us know and we will send you messages of how to tell that, okay? Um, what I would say is give yourself a little pep talk beforehand and say like, listen, I am intimidated. Like own up to the fact that you're intimidated by this conversation. I don't really want to be in this conversation. I'm a little bit scared of this person, things like that. But that's not an excuse, Right. And say, like, when you're in this conversation, you want to give this person the respect that they deserve and that you are going to do your best to respond so that you don't have more conversations like this with the person, right? Okay. Because if you zone out, guess what's going to happen? You're going to have to have that conversation again. Mm. And then the next time you're going to zone out again because you didn't own up to it. And you're going to have to have that conversation again. Okay. So what I would recommend is telling yourself beforehand, like, I really don't want to do this again. And that way, maybe the fear of having to do this multiple times will outweigh the fear of staying in this one conversation, right? Mm -hmm. So you'll be more likely to stick in there. So like kind of like overwhelm one fear with another fear. Makes sense. Does that make Yeah. Yeah. That's, what would you that, say? That's very good. I like that a lot. Uh, you're basic, so you're basically saying that, and, and I like this, and I was going to mention a little bit about this. If you're in an uncomfortable situation, uncomfortable, sorry, conversation, like, just be honest and listen, I feel uncomfortable, maybe the way you're speaking to me or just the situation, or you could even say, I'm just not used to so many, these types of confrontational conversations or uncomfortable conversations. So can we dial back a little bit or That's so great. can we dial back? I mean, of course, you always have the option of leaving an uncomfortable yeah. conversation. You, like, you can always do that, but you're just running away from the situation. Sometimes you need to run away from the conversation run. or back away. It makes sense. But a lot of times you just got to face it. You got to face it straightforward. You just got to go head on and find a smart way to overcome that obstacle during the conversation. But I think you're right. You cannot tune out doing, uh, on doing an uncomfortable situation. A great hack is if you're in this, maybe in a negotiation, um, a, a heated debate, an argument, and, and right? What you can do is as, as you guys are speaking, right? Instead, a lot of times people just feel very nervous just just standing there or listening, right? So instead instead of doing that, what you should do is grab a piece of paper, a little notebook, and start to write some some some, some notes. Mm -hmm. Where write some notes, write what they're saying. Say, listen, I'm just writing what you're saying. That that's it. Now all now now this person, they're like, oh man, this person is taking serious what what I'm saying, and now all the heat is not on you now. It's on that little thing, which is fine. You're just diverting that heat somewhere else. So you can do that. Can right? I make one point about that? Of course, yeah. Um, if you're in an uncomfortable situation, though, I would... I still love that suggestion about taking the notes. 
but tell them beforehand that you're taking these notes because you want to take seriously what they're saying and you want to be sure to address yeah. everything that they're bringing up because sometimes they take it a little bit as like, oh, you're taking notes, you're going to come at me now and you're going to write it down and like they feel like very defensive because of mm, it. Okay. So it can escalate sense. a little bit. So just preempt it a little bit and say like, listen, I'm not taking these notes and like anything bad. I just really, like I really want to handle these issues so I don't want to forget anything. So I'm just going to write down the main points. Okay? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I think we, we, we definitely should do another video, definitely not in this video, mm -hmm. but another video, how to really approach uncomfortable conversations. For sure. Oh, there's so many. Breaking up. Yeah. Which we actually did a video on breaking up, actually. But we should do a better one. But we, 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 we should definitely do a better one. So if you guys go on, on our YouTube channel, Conversation Guru on YouTube, you guys can We're find... on YouTube also. Yes, find us there. And like and subscribe. Mm -hmm. You can definitely uh, find that video. But breaking up negotiations, uh, how to increase your salary, uh, maybe an argument you have with, with your spouse or your loved one. Um, yeah, there's so many out there, right? But it's important, the, the main key is not to tune out during those conversations, and these are just so certain techniques that, that you can use during an uncomfortable situation. Um, I would like to give one more point go, go about right this. Um, okay, so let's say you really struggle with tuning out during uncomfortable conversations and you watch this video and you're like, okay, I have the tools. I'm never going to tune out in conversations ever again that are uncomfortable. It's not going to work like that, guys. You have to work your way up. It's like anything else in conversation. It's a skill that you have to practice, right? So what I would recommend when you're still practicing is kind of feel out who you're talking to in this uncomfortable conversation. Like if you're talking to someone who you know rambles a lot, mm. right? And talks about things that aren't necessary to the conversation and you can tell when they're about to do that, you can kind of give yourself little breaks, mm. right? Like let's say you're talking to someone who's about to go on a whole side spiel about dandelions. Oh my God. Or dates. Just say roses or something or orchids. Okay. I like saying dandelions. Okay. It's a fun word. Then you can give yourself a little break. Like, I can take a break here for like 10 seconds. So that you're not, it's kind of like intervals, right? Where you're not trying to run a marathon right out. You're taking little breaks in between each mile or so, right? Um, and yeah, I think that was So that's that it. Was it. Yeah. All right, guys. We're very happy for you guys tuning in, liking this video, sharing it. Share it. Like it. Com comment on it. Please, guys. Follow us. One last thing, sorry. If someone is about to be super mean to you and just go on a whole list of insults, you can tune out during that. That's totally fine. Like you don't have to bring that into your psyche that this person is about to go through a whole bunch of insults towards you. Or just shoot them. Oh my God. <laughs> we're gonna get sued. No, we're not. Guys, thank you guys don't so much. Don't shoot anybody, no. guys. Thank you guys so much for watching this video. We really appreciate it. Yes. By the way, whoever, uh, let us know in the comments if I won or she won. Whoever wins will get a free massage. Ooh, I want to win, guys. Please. From head please, to toe. Please. He's a physical therapist, guys. He's really good at it. So please, please, please. Guys, thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. Like this video, comment, share, follow us on our podcast, Converse with Anyone Anywhere, and our YouTube channel, Con Conversation Guru, guys. Thank you guys so much. And of course, till next time.